0: Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Depot podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 361 and welcome, well, welcome back to my back porch. Uh, we have somebody staying at the Airbnb and so I am in the back porch, but it's kind of overcast tonight, and what's really cool about our back porch in the wintertime is all the kind of leaves are down, and I have a really great view at Piestois Peak. It's one of the tallest peaks. I think it might be the tallest peak in in Phoenix, but we get a really good shot of it here in our backyard, so sitting back here being able to look at that. Again, overcast. I got the moon up to my right, this kind of kind of shadowed it's like that like a weird horror movie you know where like the clouds are like over the sun and it's beaming through um but you know what i'm outside and that's the big deal i wish i could be on the front porch but uh anyway housing people in this little airbnb that we have has been really cool and it's been we're we've been so grateful for it But it does cut into my front porch time, so I'm reverting back to the back porch. So, hope you're doing good wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. I hope you're great. Um, Thank you for your patience. I tell you, every single time I tried to record the podcast last week, either we got rain or uh, we got scheduled an event. So, the last week was a little nuts, and, and then finally when I had some time, uh, it started raining. So it's it doesn't rain here too often, but when it does, it's kind of like, okay, you're not going out and obviously not recording a podcast. So uh, that's what gone uh, went down there. But then something really cool happened last night. Um, my team and I have been planning this for a while, but we did a worship gathering just for church staff um, on the GCU campus. They have like an old church that they let us use. And it was so cool. I mean, probably one of the top 10 moments of worship that I've ever experienced like just really really powerful and uh it happened right after we gave people a time of rest and the band's kind of sang a song over them and then I it was like um I try not to be dramatic about these things um and if you were there you would kind of go yeah something happened but it was like the The humidity of the spirit of God was so strong, and it was like people were on their faces, like worshiping, hands up, and singing at the top of their lungs. I mean, it was incredible, and it was we were being led by this very young group of worship leaders who just were like in sync with what the what the Lord was doing, what the Spirit of God wanted to happen. So it was just a really, really powerful moment. And I know some of you were praying for that. So thank you so much. And again, it was just really cool to see church staff come together, be encouraged, and then, you know, move forward. Like, what do we do together? So it was just a really... Um, powerful night and thank you for those of you who listen on a regular basis i know you know for many of you like this podcast is a part of your weekly rhythm so i appreciate your patience and uh again trying to grow and being better at making sure i get these out each week so thank you for your patience um And then thank you. There's a group of you who continue to give to this podcast uh, either month over month or year over year. Some of you have given one-time donations. It's really helpful, and I really appreciate it. If you want to do that, you can go to frontporchconfessional.com. There's a little button that says partner, and there's multiple different ways that you can do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is very much appreciated. All right, uh, Revelation 12, 11. Revelation 12, 11. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony for they loved not their lives even unto death um i was starting to uh i, I was telling you uh, like uh, a couple of weeks ago i got to speak at this retreat and it was a really powerful uh time for me on multiple levels uh, watching again watching young leaders lead worship and and then watching kids respond to the gospel really powerful Um, but one night, so I spoke six times in four days, which is a a decent amount. And, um, I get done with one of the nights and I'm like in the back of the room. I really love going to the back of the room after I teach. I love watching students kind of respond and, and it was in the back of the room. This leader walks up to me and was like, dude, your life is nuts. Like, it's crazy. Like, I can't believe she was like it's almost like the lord has allowed you to go like through the most crazy things so you can tell stories and i was like so funny you say that i've been processing through that recently of going like so many bizarre things that patty and i've been through like miraculous things painful things confusing things bizarre things right all that kind of stuff right what is it all what is it all about like seriously what is it all about and and she kind of reminded me like that those stories are a testimony. And I thought, well, it's really true. Like I really, there's times where I'm speaking and I'm like telling a story. I'm like, this story's crazy, but it's my testimony to the world. And so, yes, it happened to us, but what I do with that and what God's allowed me to do with it is to have a platform to be able to go talk about that, to go share that testimony, and that there's real power in that, right? Because I could be held down by all these, you know, three out of the five Gokies have been diagnosed with cancer. That's nuts, right? Like, we could be held down by that, and instead, what he's allowed us to do is to testify, you know, to really bring a testimony, and there's real power in that testimony. And I'd say the same thing for you, and what I love in the context of this passage is there is a war breaking out Satan is coming after God's people. And in this, what's laid out here, what John is lay, lay, laying out for here is like a real strategy, a real way to think through how do you combat the evil one? How do you kind of go toe-to-toe? To toe? And what they did is in this war, is laid out for us so beautifully. And it starts out by saying this. This is how they, they, they win this. This is how they defeat the evil one. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb. They start there. And I want you to know, I think this is so important. I think oftentimes we start with ourselves. And it's this: it, we live in this very self-indulgent culture. That is kind of me focused. And maybe you've heard this. I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But there's like my truth. Like you do you. Like that is really prevalent. If you have kids or teenagers or young adults. Like this is a vernacular now. This is a part of their social media streams. And it is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Really truly. Because it's completely antithetical to what the scriptures are calling us to. And, And here the way they face Satan. The way they are going after this is they first start with Jesus. It's about him. It's about what he has done. It's his power. It's his glory. It's all about Jesus. It's always been about Jesus. It will always be about Jesus. And so it's like they first they come into this and go like, "Wait, we can't do this on our own." You know, John fifteen is this great reminder. Without, without him, we can do nothing. It's this whole passage in John 15 about being connected to the vine. You know, that he is the vine and we are the branches. And it literally says that without him, we can do nothing. And it's like this is affirmed in the strategy to defeat the evil one, which is we can do nothing without him. It starts and always will start with Jesus. And what I find so interesting and so bizarre about so many Christians, even in this context where I think so many people are freaking out about what's happening in our culture, what's happening in the political scene, what's happening in the wars. And listen, all those things are real. But it's almost like we're depending on all these other things. We're hoping that all these politicians save the day for us or that you know somehow our military kind of saves the day or whatever money affluence, whatever, our 401ks. And it's all wrong. It's all wrong. It starts with Jesus. And each and every one of us has to humble ourselves and start with Jesus. This should be a very convicting thing for every single person who professes Jesus as Lord and Savior, is it starts with Jesus. Always starts with Jesus. And I wonder if you could just pause for a moment and go, oh, wait, maybe that's the reason the evil one continues to bind me up and defeat me. It's because I'm trying to do it on my own power. I'm trying to do it on my own discernment. And I need to back up and go, wait, I need your help. Like the Father, I believe. I need your help. But help me with the part that doesn't know what to do. I need Jesus. Listen, we don't have salvation without the blood of the Lamb. Without Jesus, we do not have salvation. There is no resurrection. There is no power. But Because of what he's done, we are the benefactors of that. And they start first and foremost with Jesus, and we need to do the same thing. The second thing is the word of their testimony. And here's what I want each one of you to understand. You have a story. You've been through things. But you are greater than the sum of things that have happened to you, like some of you have been through really difficult things. You are greater than the sum of those things that have happened to you. A lot of times what happens to people is they allow their dysfunctions, allow their hurts, their, allow their pain and trauma to like, that becomes their identity. And what this is proclaiming is they actually use whatever's happened to them in their life, whatever Jesus has done, and they use it as a weapon. That your weakness is a weapon. That your story and what you've been through is a weapon to defeat the evil one. But what he's doing right now in this culture is he is holding down people because they feel weak, they feel helpless, and they become very self-focused. And this is the toxic thing that is happening in our culture, is we literally think it's about us. And so guess what happens when, we come become, uh, when something comes against us? We get kind of like victimized. We, we, oh, woe is me. And what these people are doing is, no, like, no, no, no. Because it's about Jesus. All, he's making all these things new. He's working all things together for good to those who love him. Which doesn't mean it's easy, but he's the one in control. And it's us testifying to that work that we've gone through. And I think for so many people, we get buried under the weight of the difficult things that we have been through. As opposed to going, oh wait a second, if I start first with the fact that it's Jesus, then he starts to frame up my suffering. He starts to frame up my life and the way in which I live it. And I think that's a very powerful weapon. I want you to know this. You have a story, and it's powerful. It's powerful that you can literally sit with. And it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert or ambivert. It doesn't matter. Each of you have a story. Each of you have gone through things. And that testimony is a way to combat the evil one in this world and in your own life. Instead of allowing these things to hold you down, go, wait a second. I can use this. We were actually, we had a session today. Morgan and I had a session today. And Morgan's gone through a lot of pain. And and it was really cool to say, to see and to watch her help this other lady who's gone through something similar, be able to use her painful testimony to help this woman. That is powerful. She's not being held down by that trauma. Now, trauma is real. It's painful. But not being held down by it. No, no, no. It's about Jesus. And Jesus is using this to help other people. That is powerful. And, and we get to benefit by watching other people be blessed by what we've gone through. They don't feel alone in their pain and their suffering and their hurt and their doubt and disbelief. They go, wait, somebody else has been through this? Yes, that's a testimony. It's powerful. And here's the last one. They loved not their lives, even unto death. What do you do with a person that lives that way? We are so afraid of dying. The fear of dying, I mean, is an unbelievable epidemic amongst, I mean, humans, but amongst Christians. Listen, here's the thing you're going to die. You're going to. It's a reality. Now, Nobody loves the thought of that, but the idea for a believer is like that should not define you. If I'm defined by Jesus and there's a testimony, I'm not held down by this reality that at some point I'm going to die. Because even in death, there's resurrection. I'm still with Jesus. But because we're so afraid... We get sideways and actually we don't because we are afraid, we don't have a testimony, and because we don't have a testimony, we forget we make it all about us, we don't make it about Jesus. But when you don't fear death, when you're when you're like my life is his, he's in charge, he's in control, you become incredibly powerful. What do you do with a person who goes, My life is not my own. It is a gift from God. You're unstoppable. And I think for so many people, they're afraid. They're so afraid. All throughout scripture, 365 times, fear not. You want to fear something? Fear God. Fearing God is the beginning of wisdom. Fear God. Because defeating the devil demands devotion to Jesus. And when you're devoted to Jesus... You have a testimony and that testimony also leads you into effect. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of whatever comes my way. God's in control. He knows. He loves me. He sees me. And that makes you a very, very powerful person in this world. So the question is this, are you weak in the Lord or are you strong? Heavenly Father, we need your help. Continue to lead and guide us. Thank you thank you spirit of god for inspiring john to write these words to him challenge and encourage us to live in the way that will defeat the evil one so take a breath reflect and believe that the god of the universe is near to you than your own heartbeat until next time cheers